What's up, Shimon? Welcome to a dose of football on Thursdays. How are you? I can hear you eating chips or crisps or something. You're eating some mm -mm. crispy. Nothing. Mm -mm. I can. I no. can. I like. I can just. I wish I recorded like five seconds before we started recording, <laughs> so I could include yeah, that. But what's up? How are you? How's yeah, your weekend? You know. I'm good. Your weekend's been dead. You know, no Premier League football. It's been. It's, it's been dead. But yeah. I'm okay. How are you? How's, I'm good. I mean, uh, so many things, different things going on in football. Man City versus Liverpool game. Do you watch that? That was phenomenal. Yes. That yeah, was, was that was a bunch of Man City fans, unfortunately, and it was a really <laughs> good game. I mean, I think that was a classic. Like, that's that shows the competitiveness of the Premier League this season because they were mm. at Anfield and, like, Phil Foden was running rampant over Milner in the first half. Like, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, bulldozer and phil foden was uh like a bulldozer and milner was just like a stick <laughs> struggling but yeah. phil foden put off a performance and a half and you know i think that game did you see that yellow card offense the second yellow card offense which they said he should have been sent off for yeah yeah i, saw yeah, that. I thought that was a red it looked like a clear yeah, most definitely red yeah like but it wasn't and then pep guardiola did this thing he's like oh if it if we're at old trafford and anfield and it's a city player it's a red but when yeah. we're yeah. you know there it's a liverpool united player it's not i mean he Which makes a fair, fair point yeah, now, i'm gonna be honest he makes a fair point when that when it comes to that because it did seem like it should have been a red but it wasn't but other than that great game you know it, it shows the competitiveness of the league this year yeah and yeah. you know considering the fact that liverpool haven't exactly signed anyone this transfer window other than kanate you know they like look arsenal spent 100 million plus city spent 100 million just on one player united spent yeah. 100 million plus chelsea spent 100 million plus considering like you know all these teams have been blowing money left and right and you know Liverpool didn't buy anything. It's and the mm. fact that Jurgen Klopp is able to maintain Liverpool is just phenomenal. If I'm honest, it is because like they did sell Shaq and they sold a few like smaller players, but and loaned a few they players. Ronaldo yeah, went Wijnaldum for free though. Wijnaldum that's that's a yeah. huge loss if I'm honest. Yeah. But the fact that after all that's happened, they still managed to maintain their position. It speaks volumes on the type of manager Jurgen Klopp is, without Most a doubt. And you know yeah. the. We can, I think we can rotate to talk about football ownership from this. The thing is, yeah. Liverpool don't have good owners, and like Liverpool fans are always angry about it. Like, you always see FSG out trending, like, you know, mm. because they don't sign players. Like, you win the Champions League, and you're obviously motivated to win again. And they signed Jota and uh, who else did it? Thiago, since they won the Champions League. Those are the biggest players, and Kanate that they've signed since they won the yeah. Champions League, which is just, you know, it's, it's whatever, but. I'm yeah, they're smart with their recruiting, though. I feel like they don't spend much, but they're really smart. With the uh, I'm, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say, like, look, they have no actual depth in their squad for attack now. And look, Mane, um, Nabi Keita, and Salah are going to leave in, like, I don't know when uh, the African football tournament is, but they're going to leave for that for, like, a month. And they have no depth to make up for that. So they obviously struggle with depth and their owners aren't buying anyone. Like I've seen this trending a lot. People don't like Liverpool's owners, like Liverpool fans specifically. Yeah, I'm it's about. true. They don't. I feel like it kind of, this kind of increased after the whole uh, Super League thing. But I've also seen a lot of people praise the way Liverpool sort of uh, system works. Yeah, obviously the way Liverpool does management, Michael, you know, Edwards and, and what he used to do is phenomenal. Yeah. But, I yeah. mean, generally, over the across the board, I really think that ownership is lacking for a lot of these clubs, like like United, mm. 
like Liverpool. I, I want to say Arsenal because Arsenal doesn't exa- their owners don't really care about them. But I mean, Arsenal did spend Arsenal, 100 million. big time, yeah. Like the, you know, the yeah, owners Tottenham, don't really... bro, Tottenham, Tottenham, Tottenham. Daniel Levi does not understand yeah, financial. Yeah. <laughs> so like he over uh, like I believe he put his club valuation at 4.5 billion, which is more than mm. Liverpool. Like, calm down, buddy. Like, I get you guys have a new stadium, <laughs> you have a lot, but you're not even near as valuable yeah. as Liverpool. Like, Liverpool's Anfield no itself should be worth a billion dollars. Like, the atmosphere yeah. it brings. So, the history, you, bro. The history and all that. So, I don't... like. Mm. But I think ownership across the board in football is a reason a lot of clubs are at, at disadvantages sometimes. Yeah. Like, look at Liverpool. Like, I think Liverpool get pushed into a disadvantage when they can't sign the players that Jurgen Klopp would like to sign or they yeah. can't get that depth. But, you know, Klopp isn't the type of person to complain about it really and, like, bash the owners and stuff. You know, he's not. He shuts up and he, he does a really good job. So, you know, it's, it's what it is. But then United. Like, United signed a lot of people. They always spend money, but they don't have the accountability, the, you know. There's a lot of other issues surrounding United as a club. And, yeah, Arsenal... and the intentions behind spending the money aren't true, right? They they spend money to shut people up. Exactly, and so the stadium maintenance was a huge thing for a while. The stadium was leaking, yeah. a ton of stuff like that. It's just horrible. So, mm. and now speaking of club ownership, Newcastle is going to be purchased with a financial takeover by a Saudi firm, I believe. Some yeah, Mbappe yes. twenty twenty five, bro. <laughs> There was, there was a, I don't, it was like a Park. clip online where Griezmann he signed like Mbappe and he won like the Champions League, the Premier League with Newcastle, and Mbappe yeah. was like, "Why am I playing in Newcastle?" But you know, <laughs> it's I think Newcastle are going to slowly develop into also a competitive team. First, they'll become a mid-table team, mm-hmm. then they'll slowly yeah. build their way up as they can navigate with financial fair play and whatever. Like so they'll follow Leicester's footsteps. Oh Leicester yeah, going to Europe this this season. They're in Europe, yeah, and so. I mean they're having a bit of a struggle at the start of the season, but yeah. they're. I think the owners trust Brendan Rodgers because he's done well for them. He's won them the FA Cup. I feel like he's done well overall, and they won the Community yeah, Shield Leicester's too. Ownership is amazing. The they really the like they it's... handle the whole thing, and they give like complete power to the manager exactly and the team and how he yeah to so i mean i really think in a few years we could see leicester you know cracking a top four and another one of the big four teams struggling to get there because of leicester you know but mm. newcastle taking over is obviously another thing there's going to be another team yeah. that is going to develop Huge. into a titan and would i i feel like it's going to get to the level of city if you know they keep reinvesting their money which i probably think they will do because that's what they want to do they want to buy the football club they don't really care about the financial return on it more so as the mm. fact that they own a football club yeah <laughs> and uh, you, you know, think pre- it's good for the premier league it's not it's... a lot of people criticize van city for the way here's they the thing when like the european a... super league happened right there was all these talks about the mm. premier league shifting to a bundesliga 51 49 ownership style and i quite mm. like that if i'm honest you know like it's, yeah like a lot of times it's like look Bayern munich because they have fans you know essentially have with a larger control as far as I, yeah. I don't know too much of the depth but i'm saying from a surface level view 
it like they buy everyone <laughs> they take everyone because you know the fans obviously want to win they don't really care about returns or whatever so, yeah. so you know like from a surface level i don't know the actual depth of how the 5149 rule works i just know that fans have a majority mm. stake and say yeah, in how yeah, the club I is run like, yeah yeah so they have a big the decision making that power lies in their hands yeah like i feel like the privatization of football clubs is just a bit you know it's a bit stupid because look you think the glazers understand manchester's culture manchester's the people's families who've grown up there for generations you think the glazers understand what the club means to them they don't they don't give a they don't care like they don't give anything for it you think the fans of a club let's say it's leicester like leicester's a bit of a small it was a bit of a smaller team now it's become bigger you think like if anyone else not the current leicester owners had bought leicester they would know the heritage that people you know hold like i'm i'm talking like clubs that have been there for a long time liverpool anfield is like a perfect example you think fsg cares about the history of anfield and what the club means to people you know so when a club comes and they when a firm comes and they buy out a club and they start investing a lot newcastle is you know have been bought out and i'm sure they're going to do a lot of heavy investments and player buying and whatever so but they're not doing it from the intention of you know you know, like general privatization, these owners, the point I was trying to make is these private owners don't really care about the heritage. They don't understand the heritage, what the clubs mean to the people living there, to the real fans. So they can't exactly do them justice, which is why when the Bundesliga, again, from a surface view, I'm saying this, when they have a majority of fans own running the club, it makes much more sense. Do you not know what I mean? Yeah, like, just... I, I know exactly what you mean. Plus, Newcastle has a, such a base as well. It's going to be interesting to see. I know they they wanted Mike Ashley out for a long, long time, but um, I want to. It's going to be interesting how they take the criticism because you know there's a thing between all these lower table teams. It's their heritage, yeah. you know. They don't they don't aim to become the champions of England. They just want to Obviously. play good football in and out, you know, Obviously. not to lose. And they aim for like a mid table position. But now since Newcastle have a it's going to be a completely different story. I want to see how their fans would react we've, to that. Yeah, we've they seen have a really it. strong culture around Newcastle and their club and obviously yeah. the history. Yeah, so obviously we saw like the best example of this we can see is with when Man City was taken over. Like, you know, Man City wasn't exactly a tip-top competitive team during the Sir Alex Ferguson yeah. period. It wasn't. But when the ownership came and they started investing heavily into the club, they stopped taking money out and kept it in the club you know it's yeah. obviously had a huge impact on the way the club is now like it's it's no doubt like it had an impact on the way the club is and yeah. i think that's some similar is going to happen to newcastle if i'm honest and i can mm. i can see that and it's, it's going to be interesting to say the least to see how it it's going to take some time as well oh obviously it's going to take some time it's not going to be an overnight thing but yeah. like I think Newcastle is the ones to watch in like ten years. But while we're on the topic of clubs who spend a lot of money, what about PSG? Yeah, who who did PSG lose to? Rene, I think. They lost Rene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they lost, and they didn't even have a single shot on target, I believe, which is so shocking quick. when you have the front three of Kylian Mbappe, Neymar, and Lionel Messi. This is their first loss of the season so far as well. They've won eight games. It's the first one they've lost. And, you know, people are criticizing Pochettino, saying Pochettino is the reason they are. And I actually saw some tweets saying Pochettino out. What do you think about that? Do you think, you know, one loss like this is panic button time? 
no, it's not. I feel like Pochettino's um, time at PSG would be. Um, you could really. Um, what's the word I'm trying to look for? His time would be assessed by his um, progression in the Champions League because that's the real competition for PSG. Because I feel like yeah, they've joke. you know last year they didn't win their French league, but I feel like they have yeah. been a generally. You know, it's even City, City and PSG, they both lack when it comes to European football. And, you know, Arsene yeah. Wenger actually said this. Do you, I'm going to ask you, do you think this is the reason Arsene Wenger said this? When it comes to, look, Liverpool for years were doing horrible in their league. But when it came to European football, they always played well because Anfield. Do you think the reason, yeah. you know, I know Paris, uh, PSG does have still a lot of, you know, a good fan base. But when it comes to City, City don't have that type of fan base that Anfield brings, no, that Old Trafford brings. Know. So do you think that's no. a reason that City have never been able to win the UCL? I don't think it's the only reason. There's, there's part of it. Because, look, City have been improving. They got to the final last year. Yeah, and obviously. They, they're getting better. I just feel like there's just added pressure because they've never won it. And that yeah, and I feel goal. like... Pep always overthinks tactics like mm. he did at the final against Chelsea he really overthought them yeah. no Rodri no Fernandinho like he was just mm. he was just out of it but back to yeah. PSG you know I think like it's so clear that they are a the way they dismantled um City you know it was their home but the way they dismantled City I think they I genuinely I know everyone says they're favorites no. but I think they can win the UCL no, they can't, bro. Because City played better football in that game. If you watched mm. the game, you would know City were City was the better team. They were just unlucky. I mean, like, look, if look, it was look. any other day, I think PSG would have lost. Yeah, I think I think you are right. Lost. Right when I say this dismantled City, I mean the way they scored. You know, they got two goals. Obviously, yeah. City got yeah, none. Yeah, yeah. They. Yeah. Um, the thing is, though, when you have a starting lineup, when you have good players, right, yeah. and you can sort of get uh, i don't know what the word i'm looking for is but your poor tactics can sort of be hidden do you know what i mean see but that's not true though because look at you know i feel like we're okay. in the same boat though <laughs> united is different pochettino is a we caper. have good players no, no, no. the thing with united is we're not playing our good players that we're playing fred and mctominay <laughs> The thing I with, know, but like generally, if you play Donny van der Beek, I guarantee you, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's poor tactics would be covered up much more than playing Fred McTominay. The reason his poor tactics not are not for long, though. Not for honest. long, but long yeah. enough for them to long progress enough, so. well. You I know, agree. I agree. The the thing is, PSG have a Verratti. You know, they have they have a good team, and I think they are UCL competitors this year. Oh, yeah. Like, I really do. And, you know, they have Messi, obviously, is one. Neymar's obviously one. Mm. Kylian Mbappe's won the World Cup. And, Ramos. Like, yeah, Ramos, obviously. Like, the, the list goes on. Ashraf Hakimi won mm. Real Madrid, I believe. And yeah, Wijnaldum. He's Wijnaldum, obviously. Like, they actually had Donnarumma, Euros winner. Bro, their team is actually <laughs> so cracked. They have a crazy Damn, team. Man. Navas, he's won it so many times. They're like, we can't win UCL, so we buy everyone who's won all the best trophies, and they come, they win us UCL. <laughs> like, they actually yeah. did everything, you know? No. But, the like, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually insane. But speaking of, while we are on the topic of PSG, let's talk about Kylian Mbappe, who is 100% leaving 
PSG, 100%, like guaranteed. There's no mm. way he's renewing. They even offered him the yeah. world's most expensive footballing contract, but he denied it. And he even said he wanted to go to Real Madrid, but they did not let him. So what do you think about that whole fiasco, I want to say? I feel like, I mean, the way the way it's turned, it's panned out, that's not great. It doesn't look good. But uh, I feel like he should leave, though. If he wants to win the Ballon d'Or, he needs to leave PSG. Obviously, like... that's that's not the place for him. <laughs> and I feel like he'll fit perfectly into and, the Madrid squad. And they're, look, look, here's the thing. Rebuild. Here's the mm. there's two views to this. One, Kylian Mbappe was like, look, I wanted them to get money so they could buy a good replacement, but they didn't want it, so whatever. He's not going to leave in January either. If they're pushing for UCL, I don't think they'll let him leave. And, I mean, obviously, mm. I don't think he's as upset as he should be because he's playing with Messi, so he's happy with that, you know? Yeah. Who wouldn't be happy with that? The thing is, though, since Kylian Mbappe is coming for free to Real Madrid, Real Madrid have almost a 180 to 200 million budget that they were going to spend on him now available. Yeah. And if Paul Pogba doesn't re-sign to oh, United... My God. They'll get yeah. him. And then Erling Holland's contract allows a 75 million release clause. They'll get Erling Holland for 75 million. But and why would they? If what? they've got Mbappe, why would they get Holland? Look, if they have Mbappe, look, look at their attack right now. Who do they have that's perspective other than Vinicius Jr.? Asensio? That's it. Asensio's old. No, Asensio's 25. He's 25-ish, isn't yeah, no, he? Yeah, look. Bad. I was thinking about to have a combo of Holland and Mbappe would be phenomenal for them. You know? Yeah, but it would be unfair. Like, how would you play them? Because uh, don't they play Dude, with the... when you have two players like that, man, you're going to figure something out. Like, if I'm yeah. honest. Like, obviously, we can get into depth of the positioning. Their positioning wouldn't match and whatever. So, yeah. But if yeah. Madrid managed to pull off those two players together i feel like they'll figure it out man like you don't it's just they're two future prospective players for the next and i think they'll be there for the next 10 years uh at their you know they still haven't hit their primes holland and i don't think so you know i think they're only going to get better from here but look they have 180 mm. to 200 million budget hazard is yeah. injury prone and old benzema's old mm. he's still performing yeah. but he's old Bale is yeah. old. His contract expires. Modric is phenomenal, but he's getting old. They can fit Modric. Yeah. You know, they can get Pogba they, for free. They can get Mbappe for free. And, like, you know, they don't even need to buy anyone with the remaining money. And they're set for the next season, I think. Maybe a defender. But, you know, yeah, I think no. I think PSG made a mistake, if I'm honest, by not selling Kylian Mbappe for $200 million. Mm, I yeah. think... I really do think so, because it's it's such a bad financial decision because now they're going to let him go for free because he's not going to renew even despite mm. PSG saying yes he is he is he is he's not going to he wants to leave and he wants to because he's a Ronaldo fanboy like it's been known yeah. you know the only other way he would stay at PSG I think is if Cristiano Ronaldo was coming I think that's the only way he would stay ever to, at PSG if Ronaldo somehow or came to that if team if they win the Champions League you think even if they no I don't think so even if they win the Champions League Okay. I don't think so because I think he's he wants to fall in Ronaldo's footsteps, you know. And Ronaldo's where was the peak of Ronaldo's career? Real Madrid. It was Madrid, the peak yeah. at Real Madrid. And look, mm. if Real Madrid and look, right now the position the Liga is in, honestly, Atletico Madrid plays such boring football and I don't think they're they're a good team and they do well. They won the league last year, but I don't think they're a, a competition for Real Madrid. If I'm honest, I don't. 
yeah. they just play very boring football and they've repeatedly been beat by Madrid when it matters most. The Champions mm-hmm. League finals too, they've been beaten when it yeah. matters most. And True. I think it's a, such a lucrative you know, move for Kylian Mbappe because Barcelona's weak. Real Madrid can potentially dominate La Liga for years to come if they get Kylian Mbappe and then they have the money yeah. saved. They can dominate. Like, I'm actually thinking about it now. Damn, Real Madrid is a good... I mean, Real Madrid is in debt too, but they're not in a Barcelona debt type of situation where they can't exactly and sign If they him. get those players, they'll be set. Like, they'll win so many trophies. They will so win so many. They will yeah. dominate Spain. And I feel yeah. like their domination of Spain will push Barcelona's recovery back. Because they won't yeah, be, you know, finishing where they should and whatever. So, mm. but that's, that's actually, that's going to that's gonna be something huge. But, yeah, I mean, is there anything too. else you'd like to talk about football? United, City, <laughs> Arsenal, anything? I mean, we've covered all of it up to now. All that's going on right now. The Nations League is going on right yeah. now, but I don't think anyone really cares Nobody for the Nations League. Really cares about that, yeah. Like, I, I don't even understand what the concept is with the Nations League. I haven't Neither really... Neither do I. Do you know, I, I've been to a Nations League game. You have? I watched... Yeah. I, I went and I watched Germany versus France in Germany in the Allianz Arena. Okay. I saw Mbappe, And you don't even know what it is. <laughs> no, I had no clue. I was oh, in Germany, and then I found out funny. that France and Germany were playing. I was like, okay, let's go. Let's watch them. It's actually funny. Boom. I just, yeah, it's so funny. Like, I didn't even know there was a semi-final till today, which Spain actually beat Italy. Italy's undefeated. I actually, like, it's such... I don't understand the competition, and nobody really cares about the competition. It's what? not. It's there's no the hype. But Italy yeah. finally lost. Like, you know, it's... Great oh, run, Italy lost? Yeah, Bonici got I a red know. card in the 42nd minute. I didn't even know... Uh, they lost to Spain, actually. Oh, wow. And Spain okay. is, you know, Spain is Spain. I just, I mean, let's see, but I don't understand Nations League. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe yeah, I think in the next so. podcast we'll watch it. We'll actually research what the Nations League is. And yeah, let's, we'll, let's work think, on this. Because now I feel stupid. Because the final is coming up with the Nations League. <laughs> it's on yeah. 10th October. It's in like actually, three days and we don't even know. I know what Nation League, Nations League is. Okay, we'll talk about it next time. I don't have time to explain it right now. Yeah, I was like, lying. I know what it is. You I know, know what it is? Okay. I don't even, like, I, I like I know what it is, but I don't know what it is, if you get what I mean. Like, I haven't actually... Yeah, no, no, no. I know what you mean. I was like, just being sarcastic. I have no clue what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just making up. Oh, bro. I mean, that's, that's oh. actually... Dude, they need to, like... I just, I just typed in Nation, Nation League <laughs> table, and I see Grimsby Town. <laughs> At the top of the table, so now I'm really lost at this point. I don't know what is going on. I see Montenegro. I'm so confused. <laughs> Albania is apparently in the Nations League. Faroe Islands. What? Is this like a bootleg World Cup? <laughs> What's happening here? I mean, the thing with... I'm going to say, let's just finish on this last thing that I want to say. The thing with UEFA and FIFA recently, I've noticed, is they're trying to increase matches to bring in more revenue for... And, like, I feel like it's going to ruin the quality of these football matches. Like, we talked about the World Cup coming every two years. It's just going to ruin, you know? It is. It's going to... You guys need to focus on less matches if i'm honest because i feel like you know we also have to think about the players like gundigan has i think it was gundigan who said like there's no one thing about the players you know you force us to play all these games in the year 
you know i think in the premier league uh let me see if you win every single you get to the final of every single i think you play over 60 games in the premier league mm -hmm. if you get to the if you play the maximum amount of games it's over 60 yeah so yeah. that's like and if you they're gonna increase the champions league games too so that's that's not good but yeah. you know all, we always hear the managers criticize the hectic schedules they're given but let's see i mean i hope it you know quality over quantity as i said mm, yeah that's true but i guess we'll see it's all we'll, we'll see it's i so mean true. nations league man i'm so excited oh no i figured it out bro i figured it out you figured it's it out okay yeah. we'll talk about it do you next. want to talk about it now okay i mean we'll look look the on. final is on uh, let me see the final is actually on sunday i believe right okay yeah so cool. we can just talk about it on like Thursday, like next Thursday, do you want to talk about it or do you want to talk about it like as yeah. soon as the final? Yeah, let's talk about it next, next Thursday because I don't think it's next something Thursday. that everyone actually cares about enough to tune in. Like, I'm I feel like people should, you know, it's it's, it's a pretty intense what? thing going on. Bruh. Italy, Netherlands, and, and Italy, the like, go. okay, wait, 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 what? It just jumps to the semifinals, there's no quarterfinals. I'm so confused. <laughs> Wait, See, what? Is, this makes it more interesting now. now what does that, what do you mean it makes know. it more interesting? It makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, which is, how oh. is this working? Are they scamming people at this point? What's going Wait, wait. On? so they have six days, uh, six matches of group stage games, and they just jump to the semifinals. How does that yeah, work? Yeah, so semifinals, and then... And there's a match for the first Brother, don't place. try to make it make and, sense. It don't make no sense. Because I'm trying to, like, right. I'm trying to figure out how... What? Okay, okay man, we'll, I, I don't we'll, have to... We'll talk about it. We, we'll I don't have the strength for this. We'll talk about it later. Let me, like, Google <laughs> how this works. Because I've heard, I've heard about it, like, yeah. a little bit. But, like, not... You know, it's just not no yeah, hype yeah. around it. Like, there's no hype no around hype it. No hype around at all. So, I mean... Yeah. I, See, once I explain it next podcast you'll know why there's no hype around it okay like let's, let's do that there's a reason for it there's a okay reason we'll, we'll talk about it then all right man all right all take right. care and right. i'll see you Thank for you the nation league final let's go yes let's go <laughs>